Welcome back, everybody. Pretty excited for today's topic. We're going to be talking specifically about when you can expect the J&J vaccine coming into um, circulation and why it's going to be happening as quickly as it is. So if you've been listening and you want to know about how the J&J vaccine works, go back to the previous podcast. I've got more information on there, a little bit more detail on that. I won't recap that. I won't do it all over again here um, to talk about the differences and and uh, how it's made and, and all that stuff. So today we'll talk about what just happened. So starting tonight, there's going to be 3.9 million doses of the J&J vaccine that's going to be distributed across all channels, states, tribes, territories, and pharmacies, and community health centers. And those doses will be delivered as early as this Tuesday morning. So that will be tomorrow morning. We can see the J&J vaccine um, available in, in certain areas. And, you know, it, it, there is a new kind of urgency with rolling this one out simply because there are new viral variants that are coming out now. So there is some chance that these variants could eventually become somewhat resistant or totally resistant from the protection that is provided by vaccines. So it's really, really important that we get this uh, vaccine out there fast, especially since there is a, such a demand for the people that are looking to take the vaccine. So the J&J COVID-19 vaccine is coming at potentially a pivotal time for the U.S. There has been more than 2,460 cases of coronavirus variants reported in the U.S. according to CDC data. And I might do an entire podcast just on the variants and the information that's going on uh, regarding those. But these variants are similar to the ones that were spotted in the U.K., South Africa, and Brazil. And actually, the majority of those cases are from a highly contagious variant known as B117. And that's the variant that was first detected in the UK. And the CDC has already warned that it will likely become a predominant variant in the US this month. A lot of the experts have already sounded the alarm about a possible surge fueled by B117 variant that could really just be weeks away. So I'll probably do another podcast entirely just on those variants with more information, but let's talk about how many Americans have already been vaccinated to date. So far, there's been more than 49.7 million Americans that have gotten at least their first dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. There's been more than 24.7 million that have received both doses, according to the CDC data. So that's roughly about 7.5% of the U.S. population. And Pfizer and Moderna have pledged to make a combined total of 220 million doses available for shipment by the end of this month, and Johnson & Johnson has now pledged to make 20 million doses available in the same time frame. Let's talk a little bit about why that's important. So first, we have to understand herd immunity. So what is herd immunity? Herd immunity, or community immunity, happens when a sufficient proportion of a population, the percentage varies depending on the disease, but when a, when a sufficient proportion of the population is immune to an infectious disease through vaccination and prior illness, which makes it more difficult or unlikely to spread from person to person. So think of individuals that have not been vaccinated, for example, newborns or maybe the people that um, you know were already 
had a medical condition and they weren't able to to take the vaccine. So it offers them some protection because the disease has little opportunity to spread within the community based on a a total percentage of the population either being vaccinated or having had the illness and is no longer spreading it. But this is an assumption that the COVID-19 immunity through either infection or the vaccines is long lasting. We don't know or we haven't seen enough information to show that the body will continue to have antibodies after being infected. And actually some studies have shown a progressive decline in antibodies after infection with other types of coronaviruses. But currently scientists are still not certain whether infection provides long-term protection from the virus. So stay up to, you know, keep tuning in and I'll, I'll share some more information on that. But a good way to understand it is to think of an example. So there's an example of herd immunity. Uh, measles is a really good example. It's it's a highly contagious infectious disease for which we have very, very effective vaccines. The public health experts say if 93 to 95% of the population is immune to measles, a feasible target with the available vaccine, then that will protect the entire population. So this herd or community immunity acts as a barrier against the disease with the immune people breaking the potential chain of transmission. So those vulnerable populations are unlikely to get it. And how close are we to herd immunity for COVID-19? Well, you know, I just gave you the updates on the stats, but experts estimate that herd immunity would require around 80 to 90% of the population to have COVID-19 immunity either through prior infection or vaccination. That's why experts are encouraging the public to get the COVID-19 vaccine. We haven't gotten close to those numbers. Keep in mind the US population is 330 million plus. So there is still a lot of work for us to do. And I think if you're you know, concerned or worried about your, your safety, Hopefully this information gives you the information you need to make the right choices for yourself, whether that is, you know, practicing social distancing, wearing a mask, whatever it may be, but keep, keep following along and I'll keep sharing some more updates as it comes. I think the next one or the next couple I might do will be regarding the variant specifically, um, the one that we talked about today, the B1117, um, and, you know, just, just how this rollout comes. So don't be surprised if you start seeing the J&J vaccine. If you want more information on how that vaccine differs from the other ones, go to a previous podcast. But thanks for joining and thanks for following along. Bye for now.